The White Doe of Ryleston by William Wordsworth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The White Doe of Ryleston or the Fate of the Nortons, a poem by William Wordsworth. London, printed for Longman, Hurst, Rees, Orme, and Brown. Paternoster Row by James Ballantyne and Company edinburgh eighteen fifteen advertisement during the summer of eighteen hundred and seven the author visited for the first time the beautiful scenery that surrounds bolton priory in yorkshire and the poem of the white doe founded upon a tradition connected with the place was composed at the close of the same year weak is the will of man his judgments blind remembrance persecutes and hope betrays heavy is woe and joy for humankind a mournful thing so transient is the blaze thus might he paint our lot of mortal days who wants the glorious faculty assigned to elevate the more than reasoning mind and colour life's dark cloud with orient rays imagination is that sacred power imagination lofty and refined tis hers to pluck the amaranthine flower of faith and round the sufferer's temples bind wreaths that endure affliction's heaviest shower and do not shrink from sorrow's keenest wind they that deny a god destroy man's nobility for certainly man is of kin to the beast by his body and if he be not of kin to god by his spirit he is a base ignoble creature it destroys likewise magnanimity and the raising of humane nature for take an example of a dog and mark what a generosity and courage he will put on when he finds himself maintained by a man who to him is instead of a god or melior natura which courage is manifestly such as that creature without that confidence of a better nature than his own could never attain so man when he resteth and assureth himself upon divine protection and favour gathereth a force and faith which human nature in itself could not obtain lord bacon in trellised shed with clustering roses gay and mary oft beside our blazing fire when years of wedded life were as a day whose current answers to the heart's desire did we together read in spencer's lay how una sad of soul in sad attire the gentle una born of heavenly birth to seek her knight went wandering o'er the earth and then beloved pleasing was the smart and the tear precious in compassion shed for her who pierced by sorrow's thrilling dart did meekly bear the pang unmerited meek as that emblem of her lowly heart the milk-white lamb which in a line she led and faithful loyal in her innocence like the brave lion slayed in her defence notes could we hear as of a fairy shell attuned to words with sacred wisdom fraught free fancy prized each specious miracle and all its finer inspiration caught till in the bosom of our rustic cell we by a lamentable change were taught that bliss with mortal man may not abide how nearly joy and sorrow are allied 
for us the stream of fiction ceased to flow for us the voice of melody was mute but as soft gales dissolve the dreary snow and give the timid herbage leave to shoot heaven's breathing influence failed not to bestow a timely promise of unlooked-for fruit fair fruit of pleasure and serene content from blossoms wild of fancies innocent it soothed us it beguiled us then to hear once more of troubles wrought by magic spell and griefs whose airy motion comes not near the pangs that tempt the spirit to rebel then with mild una in her sober cheer high over hill and lower down the dell again we wandered willing to partake all that she suffered for her dear lord's sake then too this song of mine once more could please where anguish strange as dreams of restless sleep is tempered and allayed by sympathies aloft ascending and descending deep even to the inferior kinds whom forest trees protect from beating sunbeams and the sweep of the sharp winds fair creatures to whom heaven a calm and sinless life with love hath given this tragic story cheered us for it speaks of female patience winning firm repose and of the recompense which conscience seeks a bright encouraging example shows needful when o'er wide realms the tempest breaks needful amid life's ordinary woes hence not for them unfitted who would bless a happy hour with holier happiness he serves the muses erringly and ill whose aim is pleasure light and fugitive oh that my mind were equal to fulfil the comprehensive mandate which they give vain aspiration of an earnest will yet in this moral strain a power may live beloved wife such solace to impart as it hath yielded to thy tender heart Rydal mount westmoreland april twentieth eighteen fifteen end of front matter